Blog Talk Radio. Starting off with Umoja, 
unity. Yes, we're so glad for this year that this is the way this year will be. This is a good sign for going out this year and into 2017. That's how I see this year thing. So we're so glad that this evening they light up the Kinara right on in the park in Chucktown. I'm glad that all the hundred children were there for that, and then the other rest of the children will be there down to Gichikunda celebrating this afternoon to 4 o'clock. So we're so glad that hundred children are there. We just seen in front of the home, you know, you light the black candle this evening. The one right there in the middle. So hundred children don't know so that where the light start from, with the people are there. So yes, the people that are represented by the black candle is the one that we light tonight. Then for the next seven days, you alternate your green, your red, your green, your red, your green, your red, because the struggle continues for people of African descent to actually engage in living out these seven principles that we're going to talk about briefly tonight called the Nguzu Saba. And as I talk about each one tonight, because I'm Queen Quet, Chiefess and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation, I want to just remind some and bring information to others about why this particular celebration is something that truly the principles of, we live out here in the Gullah Geechee Nation 365-366. First of all, unity. We would not have Gullah Geechee culture if it had not been for the unification of the Igbo, Mandinka, Malinke, Yoruba, Gola, Gizi, Mendi, Temni, Fiki, Bibio, and all the rest of Ghana, all the rest of African people who have a teeth from Al-Kivulan and Trudong, Panisha, all and things like that. If they did not come together, find their traditions, their language, their culture, their intellect that was then exploited and still continues in some cases to be exploited by others, we would not have Gullah Geechee culture. And because these Africans were the ones that brought in the knowledge base and built the infrastructure of the United States, you probably would not have what you call the United States either. Highly unlikely. So imagine what would happen if in this international decade of people of African descent, we truly did more then just take one week to reflect on critical terminology that comes from Swahili, key Swahili language, these words that we call the Nguzu Saba, the seven principles. And these seven principles, as I mentioned, there's a thing called a kinara. It looks like a candle holder. There are seven places on it. You have three green candles, you have one black, and then you have three red. You have the right hand side is usually the red, and the left hand side is usually the green, the black in the center, representing umoja, which is unity, meaning to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. We start with that black candle. We start with that because we are black people. Many people do not realize, but Kwanzaa, K-W-A-N-Z-A-A, is celebrated in the United States because Milana Karanga came up with that terminology in 1966 based off of an African festive activity in celebration of the harvest time, which was spelled with only two A's. The additional A on the end was added to represent Africans of America or African Americans, as they're called now, because they were not called that in 1966. And so that's where you get the triple A in this Kwanzaa that lasted the seven days, where you could find out about Kwanzaa's that are 
feasts and celebrations of harvest that go on in different parts of the motherland. That would only have two A's. So if you see either spelling, it's not that they're incorrect. They represent two different parts of the African family, the continental part and the African diaspora, which needs Umoja, the unification of all of our people. So what greater time to do that than during this international decade of people of African descent? But Gullah Geechee, because we recognize the unity, we still do things together. When we farm, we do that as a collective unit, generally speaking. When we go out in the creek, many people go with at least one somebody else. They have a big enough boat, they may take a couple of extra folks with them. But if they go in the creek alone or with somebody else, trust and believe that when that fish and them shrimps, those crabs get back on land, there's a group of people there to help clean them. There's folks there to help cook them. And you know for sure there's people there for help on the nam for that. Any. Okay, then. But, see, one of the critical points about us maintaining our unity, a very critical point about us maintaining our unity, is the fact that the Gullah Geechees came together around the international law of self-determination, Kujijakulia. That is the second day of Kwanzaa. That is the second of the seven principles where we define ourselves, we name ourselves, we create for ourselves, and we speak for ourselves. Lately, many of you have been reading various articles and things that are going on with ongoing battles of people who are from other governments and have been installed to try to work against our self-determination, trying to say whether they recognize us or not. Self-determined people don't look to you for you to determine for them who they are or to present for them who can speak for and fight for them. They fight for themselves. So they name themselves. So to separate us into one box for Gullah, another box for Geechee is unacceptable, which is why we say we be Gullah Geechee. We are united, one set of people. We are united, self-named, self-governing, self-determined. And we continue to create the types of communities, the types of family compounds that we want and then we have to continue to speak up, stand up, and fight for maintaining the things that we know will help us sustain our cultural community. The greatest part of doing that is the collective work and responsibility, Ujima. Ujima is to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters' problems our problems and to solve those problems together. It's not about just hearing a bunch of crying about what problems are going on. There's always going to be one problem or another, something you don't like, something you don't care for, something don't feel good to you. There's always going to be that aspect of what we call life. However, if you're going to talk about it with folks, or it's going to be out here in the group, in the collective circle as we unify, we need not talk about it just for the sake of assessing a list of problems. We need to then identify those and then seek to solve them ourselves. Stop looking to other people to say somebody outside the circle is going to actually care that much and put that much energy 
and power and thought into having to take something out of the way that you want out of the way. If that's something that you don't want in your community, it's up to you to uproot it. And that's where the work comes in, and that's where being responsible for our own dynamics and our own interactions come in. And until we take seriously that this is a collective work and responsibility, that people of African descent must be unified, that the Gullah Geechee Nation is one unified body, that we don't have time nor interest of fighting each other over pennies and nonsense and slight titles and this type of thing, then until we get to that point, you cannot have umoja and you disrupt any level of kujijakalia. So we have to get to ujima, our collective work of responsibility, so that we can then put things in order. So that when ujama comes forth, the cooperative economics, that we are able to have what it takes to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses and the profit from them together. We no longer need to have people continuing to profit off of us, off of our knowledge, off of our culture, off of our tradition, off of our language, off of our images. We, as a people whose culture it belongs to, should be the ones who benefit from the economically and spiritually. So we need to recognize the ability to come together in the collective work ethic, take responsibility for that which is ours so that others don't feel that they can just come in and say, well, oh, well, you weren't really caring that much about it or y'all are so busy fighting each other. We figure we'll take this on, so we'll be responsible for it. And then once they become responsible for it, they package it and then they sell it back to you. And then your economic power goes out of the community to everyone else. But what about yourself? What about your family? What about your community? When you maintain your own stores, shops, businesses, tour operations, you then also have the economic power to hire others in your community, which means they can maintain their land ownership. That means that they also can decide what types of things are put forth in the institutions within their community, whether those are the educational system or that is museums, community centers, libraries, when you make the contributions necessary economically, then you also get to decide what your community will have or you remove from your community, and then you see what they won't have. So here it is. We have to think ultimately of this next word, Nia, purpose. What is your purpose behind what you're doing? What is your purpose that you're here on the earth for? Purpose is a critical word amongst us as Gullah Geechee people. Many times, and you don't see it as much now because you have so many young people that have children, but when you had real elders in the community where, like, your grandmama them had been here, the grandmama them 80 years old and stuff like that, instead of your grandma being, like, 40, all right? So when you have people that had really grown into wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and that still held to the traditional lifestyle. And we still have some of that. We have some in their hundreds 
that are here. Have some in their 90s. I've been blessed to be with these people. They can look at a child and start to see what purpose that child is to serve for that community. What is this child's life supposed to be about? So when we look at it in the principles of Nguzu Saba, Nia is to make our collective vocation the building and development of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. So this is what we now collectively need to take to heart, that we are responsible for making our community great again based off of the traditions that we had. We need to restore our people to their traditional greatness. We are people of math and science. We are the people that created the mathematical systems of the world. We are the people that built pyramids that people still cannot figure out with all the engineering and all of the computer technology we have today. They still cannot extrapolate the formulas that went into engineering of pyramids. African people did that. African people created lettering systems. You need to study Kush. You need to study places like Ethiopia. You need to study the first civilizations. Stolen Legacy is a good starting point as a book during Kwanzaa to read so that you start to overstand the traditional greatness of African people. And for Gullah Geechee's, Our traditional greatness lies in the fact that our engineering skills were so intact that people left their continents to go to the motherland to kidnap our ancestors in order to capture people that had technological advances and also had superior work ethics to the point of somebody else's continent to have them reconstruct the landscape itself into what is now often referred to as a cultural landscape and then do monumental engineering in the form of rice production on sea islands. The sea islands from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida didn't all grow Carolina gold, but many of them did. But where are the sea islands? We are literally in the Atlantic Ocean. The Atlantic Ocean is definitely not fresh water. It is salt water. So imagine the skill, the scientific knowledge, the traditional knowledge base from which the black gold, as our ancestors were called upon, drew in order to grow Carolina gold by the tons and then to ship it out across the world. I was blessed not long ago to stand in a hill rice field and hear gentlemen talk about what his mother used to grow when he was a little boy called swamp rice and listen to him describe it and realize that they had taken the tradition of the rice growing right from these sea islands with them to Trinidad and that initial rice was being called swamp rice growing, where now they have the technique that's hill rice growing that doesn't require all of the other engineering of the trunks and the dike system to make it work. But here it is, when they worked 
They worked with purpose and determination. They worked collectively. They took on the responsibility of being able to do this in a new land that wasn't even their own. But they were exploited economically and intellectually and spiritually and physically for somebody else to have the cooperative economic benefit that we can still see the results of today. So if we want that to change and you want your economic wherewithal to be sustained and to be improved, then you would want to live out these Nguzu Saba principles every day because it's always about seed time and harvest. If you plant something, something will grow. You plant nothing, you're guaranteed nothing will grow. So here it is. Many times you need what is the next principle, kuamba, creativity. And with that, you can always do as much as you can in any way that you can in order to leave the community more beautiful and beneficial than when you inherited it. It is always about what can you create. The creator, God Almighty, made us beings of creation, made us in his her likeness so that we would be reflective of the Godhead on earth. So that means we are to be creative beings. And who has been more creative than African people brought to North America during the transatlantic slave trade? Who has been more creative than the children of the African diaspora to create ways to thrive and survive in the face of hardship and in new arenas, new atmospheres, new literal lays of the land, and to also recall the things that they lived through in the motherland in different terrains, like having hill rice, the same way it's grown in West Africa where there's mountainous areas. But then when you're in a place called a low country, adapting and recognizing how to create cisterns and water systems to bring in this fresh water and to also know the water to bring we, the water going to take we back. And having that final principle, Imani, at all times, the faith to believe with all our hearts and our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. And I say the righteousness and the victory of our people because I don't believe that if you continue to speak struggle that you'll ever stop having it. You will have what you say. You speak things into existence. So if I were to do some editing, I would edit that last one because it is the faith that our people have had throughout these past 400 years or so that has kept us as Africans throughout the diaspora and even is keeping many right now on the continent as there's still civil unrest, as there are epidemics of various disease and disorder, as there's the competitiveness that comes with the Western thought and principles. So this is why this time of year, it's necessary to gather in places and spaces and don't have to be no big public event. It can be right at your house with your kinara, with your family, with your friends, which is how I usually have celebrated Kwanzaa ever since I learned of its existence. 
and then you can sit each evening and have your feast and discuss that principle for the day as you light the candle that goes with it. So tonight, Umoja, Unity, the black candle. Kujijakalia, the green candle for self-determination. Ujima, the red candle for the collective work and responsibility. Ujama, the green candle for cooperative economics. Nia, purpose, red candle once again. Kuamba, creativity, the green candle. And Imani, faith, the red candle. Red, black, and green. Black for the people. Red for the blood. Green for the land. And the Gullah Geechee people whose blood, sweat, and tears yet is pulsating in this Gullah Geechee nation from Jacksonville to Jacksonville and 30 to 35 miles inland to the St. John's River. We fight for, we live out these principles 365, 366 days of the year. It was a blessing to be with people of faith on yesterday and each day that I'm here on the sea islands. People that will just say, let God be with you till we meet again or hold God's unchanging hand. I'm praying for you. They have a belief in who we be, that we be Gullah Geechee anointed people. And the more that we live in unity as self-determined people who take on the responsibility of our collective work and our cooperative economics with the purpose of creating the communities that we want, I faithfully believe that the Gullah Geechee Nation will thrive, survive, and continue to stand for many, many generations to come. And I pray that we can be a beacon of light and a place of gathering for those who truly stand with us and living out these seven principles in the celebration of Kwanzaa with the three A's, but also the richness of our land where we continue to celebrate the Kwanzaa with the two A's as our harvest seasons come forth. And I think it not robbery for, to give thanks unto God this year evening, but blessing we this year, yeah. because in spite of the storms and some of the crops that drowned during Hurricane Matthew, our land before that was blessed with an abundant harvest this past year, this past season. We still have jars that we can still eat from, and those are one type of vessel. But Kwanzaa week is about the harvest of the knowledge amongst our people and what the children must know. You must teach them. So it is a time that we need to take together to educate ourselves and empower ourselves around each one of these principles and share that with the children of the next generation so that they will be the light themselves and no more candles will be needed because the light will be walking amongst us at all times. And that's what is to return in this season. It is the season when the light returns. So it's a blessing to have this opportunity just to open this Kwanzaa week with you here on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. And we want to thank the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, which is a prime example of Umoja, of people around the world that are with us, standing with us, 
fighting for our traditions, heritage, and culture. I encourage you to go to Eventbrite and look up all the Gullah Geechee events we have coming up, but also go to the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's Facebook fan page and the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page and look under the events, and you'll see the plethora of events that we have coming for you in 2017 as we launch Gullah Geechee 2020, which will be the next thing we talk about here on this show. But you know this is our annual break time. So just because you don't hear me on the air doesn't mean that I don't care. This is Queen Quet, Chiefess and Head from the Body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that I'm on the chilling time out one more again for tuning to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. And from all of us here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, we wish on the chilling happy holy days at Redawas. We're so glad to wish you one happy Kwanzaa. But let us not make this just a week or just a decade. Let us make these principles a lifetime of journey together and reality as we have victory as African people in unity. Peace and blessings. Abaragani. And as we say, Harambe! Let's pull together. Peace, blessings, and love, fam. See you on the chilla in 2017. Be blessed now. Wine on. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.